Carter Brown, Mysteries. Adventures in excitement and suspense, based on the best-selling novels by the slick storytelling sensation, Carter Brown. I was working in the dark and I wished someone would turn on some light. With the firm of Williams and Eaton deprived of the services of Hank Williams by sudden death, it left me, Mrs. Eaton's little boy Johnny, carrying the ball. The only drawback was that I didn't know what the ball was supposed to look like or where I was supposed to boot it. Well, what did you do with this babyface, Brill, after you knocked him out? Hal Waltham, the Blues Club manager, came over and I gave babyface to him. What does it all mean, Johnny? Helen, I wish I knew. It certainly looks like it's all tied in with Hank's murder. That is for sure. Your brother had something or knew something. Why the heck the dumb ox always insisted on playing his cards close to his chest, I'll never know. If only he'd left a note, some hint. Even if he had, you'd still never have found it. That Laban man would have got it first. Yeah, I guess so. How's the apartment, Helen? It's all right, Johnny. I'm afraid I can't take much interest in anything till Hank's killers. Yeah, I know, honey. I know. Now, who's that, I wonder? I can tell you. It's a man named Stokes. He called up this morning and wanted to see you. I told him you'd be in the office about this time. Okay, Helen. Let him in. Huh? All right, Johnny. Uh, Mr. Eaton. Oh, yes, sir. He's in the small office there. Won't you go in? Uh, thank you. Good morning, Mr. Eaton. My name is Stokes. Good morning. Shut the office door. We'll be nice and private. You wanted to see me? What can I do for you, Mr. Stokes? I read about your partner's death. A terrible business. His sister and I agree with you. I have his murder on my conscience, Mr. Eaton. You see, I am the man responsible. You mean you... Oh, no. I don't mean I'm the man who pulled the trigger, though I might just as well have done so. I'm the man who hired your partner for the investigation that led to his death. The client? Hank's client? Yes. I hired Mr. Williams to investigate the Blues Club and give me proof of the bribery and corruption which came from it. Can I ask why, Mr. Stokes? I'm a rich man, Mr. Eaton. I had a daughter. She went to the Blues Club a few times. I suppose she thought it was exciting that they knew her, knew where she came from, Knew that there was money behind her. Go on, Mr. Stokes. You know the story, Mr. Eaton. It's an old story. Not even a very exciting story, except to the people directly concerned. She spent her allowance. She sold her jewelry, her clothes. She stole things from the house. And then finally she couldn't stand it any longer. I'm sorry. I can understand how you feel. I think perhaps you can, Mr. Eaton. I know how your partner felt about you, and I imagine you felt the same way about him. I wanted him to get me proof of the Blues Club's activities, and proof that it was allowed to exist by a number of people holding positions of public trust. And I think he had it. Yeah, I've got reason to think that too. The morning of the day he was killed, he called me. Said he had something really big, and that he was sending you an urgent wire to come back and help him with it. The next thing I knew was the notice of his death in the papers. You're going to ask me if I have that proof, Mr. Stokes. I haven't. But I know the people concerned haven't got it either. He hid it somewhere. And we don't know just where. But it must turn up sooner or later. I can only pray that it does, Mr. Eaton. 
I came here this morning to ask you to take over where Mr. Williams left off. Well, I'm doing that in any case. Of course. But I should like you to consider this check as bringing the retainer up to date. Two thousand dollars? That's a lot of hay. I told you, my feed bag is well filled. Here's my card. You can reach me at that phone number or address. Right, Mr. Stokes. I'll keep you informed. You may believe me, Mr. Eaton, when I say that once I get my hands on whatever Williams unearthed, I shall know the best quarters in which to make use of it. Good morning, Mr. Eaton, and good luck. Goodbye, young lady. Goodbye, sir. Well, who was he, Johnny? He was your brother's client. Johnny? Then you know what it's all about. I've got an idea, and tonight I'm going to make sure. Tonight... I'm paying the Blues Club another visit. I got there early. The club was only half full. The waiters were looking bored, and after a couple of drinks, I donned the dull expression, too. I folded a couple of five spots in half, held them prominently in my hand, and signaled the guy who'd served me. Same again, sir? No. This is a bit slow. I'd like to go upstairs. Upstairs, sir? Don't kid me. A pal of mine told me all about this joint. I want some fun. How about it? I'll inquire, sir. If you'll just wait. I waited, with my fingers crossed and my eye on the entrance in case the hefty hunk that was Tiny Laven showed up. Then the waiter was back. If you'll follow me, sir. Sure. We went past the band to a doorway next to the kitchen. And up a narrow staircase. To an iron door at the top. The waiter rapped on the door. Yeah. A new member. Okay. Come on in. A new member, huh? What's the name? Hyde. Jico Hyde. Cost you $50 entrance fee, Mr. Hyde. Sure. Okay, you're in. Through that door. Help yourself. It was a large room, well supplied with gambling tables. It was also well supplied with babes. One of them, a red-headed, swivel-hipped model with the latest type chassis, swayed over. Hello there. You're a new member? That's right. I'm Anna. Nice to know you. I go for a girl with your manner, Anna. Would you like to play? That's what I came for. What can you offer? There's a roulette, baccarat, shimmy, or dice. Dice is strictly for the proletarians. I think I'll have a whirl at the wheel. Have some more champagne, honey? No. Like the man in the song, I get no kick from champagne. Try one of the other tables. What for? I dropped 400 bucks on the roulette. What makes you think I'll be any luckier at the others? 
Say, you're really down, aren't you, sugar? Right down. Down where you can't get no downer. I want something exciting, something new, something with a real lift in it. Maybe I could do something about that. Come with me. In here. Give me $200 and I'll get it for you. Okay. Just wait here. I lit a cigarette and waited. I thought I was getting closer. Closer to finding out what Hank had found out. Then I remembered he'd got killed for it. Here you are, honey. Just two pellets? Comes high, doesn't it? hundred bucks a pellet. That's the real thing. You ought to be grateful. I am, baby. And I'm going to demonstrate my gratitude to you. You are, sugar? How? Like this. Oh! Sorry, Anna, but it's time I was going. And I wouldn't want you to stop me. I got past the gorilla at the iron door with no trouble and walked through the club with my gun in my pocket and my fingers curled around the butt. Half an hour later, I was in my apartment and the two little white pellets were safely stowed away. Whether they'd make evidence or not, I wasn't sure. I thought I'd ask Lieutenant Jorgensen sometime. But at last, I knew exactly what went on at the Blues Club. Good morning, Johnny. Do you always get into the office this early? Sure, Helen, when I'm breaking in a new secretary. You can't call me new. I've been working here for three days now. Did you get anywhere at the Blues Club last night? Yep, I got into their private rooms. And you found out? A few interesting items. Well, here's another interesting item. This letter and package arrived here. Uh-huh. Addressed to you in Kentucky and forwarded on. Yes. The day after I came here, I wired back leaving your office as my forwarding address. Here... Read the letter first. But, but it's Hank's handwriting. Dear Helen, this is terribly urgent or I wouldn't be bothering you. Enclosed is a package that is vitally important. Please put it in your safe deposit till I send for it. Johnny Eaton is on his way back from Detroit, so I can't send it to him and I didn't carry it around with me. When I get some time, I'll tell you all about it. When are you coming over for that holiday? Rob, Hank... When am I coming over for that holiday? No, take it easy now, sweetheart. See, let's take a look at that package. It's a notebook. Hey. What is it? Wait a minute. Well, I'll be... Wow. What is it? It's dynamite. It's loaded. No wonder they wouldn't stop at murder to try and get it back. But what is it? Well, without looking at it from beginning to end, it looks like a record of payments, a record of bribery and corruption, of people they paid to keep their mouths shut. City Hall, state politics, the police, and the narcotics squad. Narcotics? Yeah, that's one of the items I found out last night. The Blues Club's a front for dope peddling. Honey, this little book will lift the roof off the city if it ever hits the press. It'll smash prominent people... People in positions of trust, respectable people. Say, you don't believe it until you see it. And now we've got it. Johnny Eaton, what are you thinking? I'm thinking of using this little book 
as bait. We might hook quite a lot of fish. Isn't that dangerous? Sure. It was dangerous for Hank. I owe them something for that. And this is paying off time. <laughs> <laughs> 